I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Did you first play? I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam! You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film. Hey everybody, this is uh, your favorite Vietnam War Through Film podcast, Napalm in the Morning. How you doing, Matt? Doing excellent, Dr. J. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm surviving in uh, in quarantine. Um, you know, I'm the quarantine cowboy, although I'm... Uh, That's right. I snuck out to do this, although I'm still by myself, but yeah. Uh, how the kids? Yeah, they're good. Mark's hard at work on Minecraft. So, uh, and Mira, I don't know what she's doing, but they're they're great. Hey, everybody! If you uh, if you don't know, you should. In the background, that's uh, John Prine, his great song, uh, Sam Stone, about a Vietnam veteran who comes back and is messed up and spends all his money on heroin. Um, yeah. So that's. Uh, why do we play that? Well, it's because John Prine sadly passed away. But also, this week we are we are hitting the mother of all disaffected Vietnam vet um, return <laughs> films. When you say, "Man, I mean, this is this rakes right up." There. Well, there are there are many of them, and I think we'll get to yeah several as as the series continues. But uh, I, I, you know, things were getting a bit heavy for us um, after the back to back. Yeah. Full Metal Jacket Platoon. <laughs> yeah, I think we wanted to uh, give ourselves a bit of a mental a mental break, um, to a degree at least. Um, and so we're diving deep into Rambo: First Blood. Well, just First, first Blood. Blood that's yeah, right. So the popularly known as Rambo, but of course uh, came out nineteen eighty two. First Blood. Um, yep. It was a uh, was a film that bumped around. Hollywood a long time based on the script First Blood, uh, the novel First Blood, and then uh, finally got made and um, was a smash success. Um, yeah. Like, like like week after week, people flocked, including myself, to see this. Um, oh, you saw it in the theater? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the drive-in. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we, we, <laughs> my dad took us to the, to the, to the drive-in and uh, it was great. <laughs> We thought it, we thought it was amazing, as a ten year old. Oh, oh, we'll get we'll get to all of it, but the but the knife and the yeah, it's just it's, you know everything that a boy wants a compass and uh, sew your arm up if you cut those it off. Are, like, those are things that boys want: knives and compasses. Yeah, that's all I, I mean, can think of. What what more does a boy want? Um, I, yeah, I don't so, want anything uh, else. Uh, Matt, you did more homework on the novel than I did, but uh, uh, tell us about about a bit about the origins. A little of, bit of um, first blood. Yeah, 1972, right, um, is when it was published, and 
it was, I think, meant to be, was it Morell? Sorry, I don't even have his name in front of me. Yeah, Dan um, Morell. Morell, okay. Um, I think it was supposed to be kind of a, a discussion of kind of the two Americas, um, and if you can transport your brains back, or if you know some stuff about uh, history, 1972 is, is right in the heart of um, kind of silent majority era uh, Nixon's America um, and the fracturing of the country is really evident uh, and so I think what he wanted to do in the in the book is kind of talk about the war coming home um, Vietnam coming home but having it spill out into be kind of you know a mini war uh, in the in the book, it takes place in Kentucky, uh, which is different than the film, which is in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and th- there are a few differences. Maybe we can point them out as we go. Yeah, and, uh, I, and I saw I saw an interview with the author of the novel, and he was saying that um, he was a professor and had had students in his classroom who had come back from Vietnam, and he noticed mm-hmm. that they were like they had some challenges, and then also with authority as well. Like, mm-hmm. who do you think you are? Um, uh, you know, you're barely older than us and we've seen a lot more of the world than you have. And he got to know some of his students and then, um, and some of the mm-hmm. th- uh, things that they were facing, which, you know, we now, um, known as post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, that he wrote this novel and, uh, you know, we, we won't, we won't spoil it, but it, there's some, there's some pretty significant differences. Um, uh, the body count yeah. is, is, is a major one. And, uh, the, I also saw an interview with, <laughs> go ahead. The ending, yeah, yeah, the end, very different. The ending is very different, um, and uh, they wanted to make a uh, uh, they wanted to make a more sympathetic um, kind of he- anti-hero in this one, and so they so they did that anyway. Um, so you know, Rambo is a, a John J. Rambo. Um, he's uh, we we start out it's another he, difference. He's not named John in the book. Yeah, right. He's just he's just Rambo, right? In the he's just Rambo. Yeah, and he, right. And he's he's hitchhike he's hitchhiking across the country, and you kind of find out that later. But he's 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 tracking down all the members of his uh, platoon, Green Berets, in uh, that he served with, and he's he's now made his way um, hitching to the Pacific Northwest in Washington somewhere, and he's looking for Delmar, one of his uh, one yeah. of his Delmar Berry, uh, one yep. of his mates. Finds mm-hmm. the family there mm-hmm. and uh, uh, th- runs into the mom. She's hanging laundry up, and she's kind of uh, she's kind of tight lipped and not giving him much. Uh, and then uh, and then we found out a little bit about uh, uh, Delmar. What happened to Delmar, Matt? Uh, c- cancer, a- Agent Orange. It's um, you know uh, he brought it back from Nam with him. I think she says and uh, ate him down to the bones. Um, and we yeah, said that, Rocky, that, that, Rambo. That, that orange, <laughs> that orange stuff they're spreading around, or something like with the lyric. There's like yeah. the quote. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's despondent, um, and he he just kind of moves on down the road, on the road again. Yeah, he he heads off into town, and maybe and, and uh, Matt's done some original research about uh, about the the orange stuff. Um, we can talk about in a, maybe in a bit, but um, yeah, we'll get to that. Rambo heads down the road. And a sheriff drives by and um, and says, you know, hey, hey, buddy, you heading in the right direction. Let me uh, let me point out the name of the sign that welcomes him real quick. (laughs) 
Gateway to Holiday Land. Welcome to Hope. That's what it says. That's the sign that greets him uh, as he as he's entering the small town. Yeah, they're really trying to lay it on thick uh, about what this place is supposed to be about. Um, yeah, th- the sheriff so lays out his motivations so clearly right in this in this early interaction. I thought I'd play some audio, and we can we can talk over it. It's a longer section, but it's it's there's some pretty great um, in terms of exposition as a as a script. Like this is a, this is, does a great job. Like you know. You know immediately what the sheriff is, what he's about, um, uh, right from the get-go. So here's uh, here's the sheriff. Car pulls up. You uh, visiting somebody around here? You know, wearing that flag on that jacket, looking the way you do. You're asking for trouble around here, friend. Headed north or south? In, in the novel, the sheriff was a Korean in. War veteran. I'll make sure you head in the right direction, huh? He fought in a noble one, unlike. No, ish. Yeah, right. Ish. So, so Stallone gets in the car. They're driving away here. Where are you headed? And, uh, Portland. Portland is south. You said you were. And then he's north. really starting to. Um, you got someplace I can eat around here? Lay out the unwelcome mat. <laughs> There's a diner about 30 miles up the highway. Is there any law against me getting something here? Yeah, me. Why are you pushing me? There you go, there's the line. Why are you pushing me? What did you say? So why are you pushing me? I haven't done anything to you. First of all, you don't ask the questions around here. I do. You understand? Secondly, we don't want guys like you in this town. What's funny is that, like, um... And this will become a theme in the first thing you know. We in, got a whole bunch of in guys the jail ro- in the jail room town. scene That's that, like why. you know, that like uh, implying that Besides, Stallone like is uh, is like a is a scruffy, hairy drifter. Um, he's he's actually <laughs> he's actually pretty clean shaven and and maybe maybe he shaved yeah. like yesterday, like he in, in a five o'clock shadow barely and and hair that is not. You know, not not long maybe, at all. Um, <laughs> no, I mean he's working uh, working on the mullet, but um, you know he's early in the game for that. Yeah, but it was funny. It's like it, the, I I I thought that you know if they wanted to make him out as like the you know oh he's one of those returned vets against the war, like we need to um, they should have uh, they should have uh, made him a little, little more Captain Longhair, but um, but yeah. So so we, sheriff drops him off out in the outskirts of town. And uh, you can tell Stallone is pissed. Like, I'm a veteran. Like, I've served my country. And so he walks right across the bridge again. And Sheriff, this time, you know, drives out in front of him and, and uh, busts his chops and uh, and is going to arrest him. Yep. And finds that nice, nice yeah. big <laughs> knife that he's got. Yeah, yeah. The infamous Rambo knife. We, we'll, we'll spend some time talking about that. But... Uh, uh, I read a bit about knife sales, like like skyrocketing <laughs> after 1982. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I got one of those things. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like, like. Oh, we gotta, we gotta have one of those for like for some reason. Um, a, a giant knife to with yeah. a, that you could screw open the top and have all of your you know, matches that didn't actually work or your <laughs> fishing supplies or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, so so vagrancy, resisting Sewing arrest. Kit, in case you, yeah, in case you cut your arm really badly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this stuff happens all the time, Matt. Um, conser- carrying yeah. a concealed weapon. I mean, you grew up in a rough part of the um, in a rough part of the uh, Midwest, like you know, really? the yeah. lots of lots of <laughs> mountains and um, lots of uh, terrain. You had to killed wild boar yeah. a lot in Barrington. Yeah, um, you know, Barring now, Barrington. <laughs> Come on, not that rich. Jeez. <laughs> so, so, um, so they they he's in the car and uh, and he and. Stallone goes without incident, really. Um, and then uh, in the jail, they they they're taking him. They take him down to where they're going to book him. Um, and they escort him to the cell. Yeah. And uh, book for vagrancy, resisting arrest, and carrying a concealed, concealed weapon. weapon. Right. It's like who needs a knife like this? And the 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 you know um, sergeant asshole, as I'll call him, like cuts the paper. Um, uh, with the knife showing how sharp it is. Um, uh, and one of the, one of the deputies is also, um, the David Caruso of, uh, CSI Miami. You telling me the driver meant Here's a clip from Rambo. I'm telling you that our hit and run is now a murder. <laughs> Just kidding. That's from CSI Miami, of course. Can you want I another one, Matt? Here hands? we go. He's all yours. I am going to find the one that got away. Okay, so uh, that's fun. Um, yeah, keep Dave, those coming. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll keep we'll keep those coming. Every revelation, David Caruso uh, of CSM Miami. Who? He's David Caruso. Um, David who? Caruso. From what? From from CSI Miami. Hang on a second. This woman has perspiration on her checker. Oh my God. Alex. She's still alive. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he. Damn he, it, Pete Townsend. He. I know. Uh, he looks up and uh, has a flashback. He starts having flashbacks from Nam. Right. He's got the the. He's in like being trapped underground in a cell. Um. And so this is the beginning of the. It's in it's in this interaction where he's going to have a lot of those traumatic memories come back. Um, they want to make him presentable for the courtroom. Yeah, he's not answering any questions. Um, Won't let him fingerprint him. Being fingerprinted. Yeah, you're right, right, right. C- Sheriff comes in, clean him up. Got to make him presentable um, for the courtroom, and, right? And that's yeah. And then uh, it's a little little something for the ladies. Uh, Sylvester Stallone undresses. Um, and uh, well, or the men, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I, yeah. that's true. I don't want to gender people's. Uh, everyone appreciates uh, Sly, but um, and they he has scars all over his back, and then he turns all over his chest, and like, oh, what are those from? Yeah. And of course, um, you'll see that soon in a in a flashback. They wash him yeah. with a fire hose, and uh, we get lots. What, of... What did you call the uh, the jerky uh, cop? What, what, what did you call him? Oh, like Captain Asshole, like the yeah. Captain, a- okay, I have I have Dick Cop in my notes. <laughs> that's so. great. Yeah, that's great. It's so satisfying when he dies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, they 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 do a good job of like he's the caricature. Like when he dies, we want you to be okay with that. <laughs> and you yeah. definitely are. Yeah, but he he bashes him with a nightstick at right after they're you know just blasting yeah. him with the fire hose. Um, and is and is like and, um, uh, taking taking pleasure in like you know like shooting him with that with a uh, with the water hose. Not David Caruso. Who took her sister? 
She said a monster. So, um, they, uh, the, we get lots of gratuitous, um, bum shots from, uh, from Stallone. Mm-hmm. Then there's the escape. Uh, let's, uh, let's hear a little audio from this. We're going to see, uh, John J. Rambo wig out here a little bit. John J. They're going to shave him. going to shave your partner. Take it easy. Take this much. Shows him the blade. I don't want you to catch having a flashback again. Yeah, and and uh, it flashes back to Stallone in in Vietnam in a POW camp on a on a cross bound, um, with and then getting, right. getting a knife you know ripped across his chest and uh, tortured. Kind of, yeah, dragged right across the chest. Yeah, mm-hmm. not pretty. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is not. It is not pretty. So he he escapes and uh, fight, he well he fights his way I out have, of the uh, cell. Yeah, I have goes off, kicks everyone's ass, as in my notes. Yeah. Um, and it is, uh, yeah, you know, he's he's uh, efficient, uh, not overly brutal. Right, then that's and a, one that's important a, thing. That's a departure from the novel. He grabs the knife. He gets his knife. Um, right, right. In, in, in the gets, novel... He, mm-hmm. He's he's killed several people by this point now. In in the in the in the jail breakout, in the jailbreak, he's killed uh, he's killed yeah. several people. Um, doesn't seriously injure anyone. Yeah. Fetches his knife. He steals he, the guy's motorcycle to yeah yeah. His hey, uh, another fun fact: nineteen eighty two Yamaha <laughs> XC two fifty uh, is a motorcycle that my brother had that I inherited. That is a great motorcycle. That is a that is a like an enduro dual sport like. If you want to get away from small town Washington Sheriff, like I highly recommend the uh, Yamaha um, XC250. And when you would get away from the small town Washington <laughs> Sheriff, would you get away like Rambo in the novel, as in butt ass naked, or Rambo in the movie where you're wearing a tank top and jeans? I, I have a, I have a, I have a tank top and a uh, and a a chamois I've I've fashioned into uh, <laughs> into a poncho. <laughs> Um, I thought you were going to say uh, assless chaps, um, yeah. knowing you. But all, all all chaps are assless. That's a that's re- that's redundant. Like if they're not if they're not assless, they're just pants, right? Like, well, I meant like you had nothing on under. That <laughs> oh, okay. is what I meant. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, and uh, so so yeah, he uh, he takes off in the in the 1982 Yamaha XT250, and um, yeah, we got a good chase here. Good chase scene. Yeah, yeah. Some there's gratuitous wheelies. He's uh, and and he's heading. Rambo is heading where he's comfortable. You know, in the bush. He's up in the mountain. He's heading up to the mountains, and it's a, uh, it's a beautiful backdrop for the for the town. This whole thing is a, mm-hmm. is really a gorgeous like, um, gorgeous setting. Like they are right at the base of the um, must be the Cascades. Then um, uh, the cop car rolls over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was kind of pitiful. I. I you yeah, know, the sheriff is chasing him, and they, he gets kind of too a little too close to the ledge there, and the cop car just sort of pitifully just sort of slides down the embankment and then kind of turns over partway. And right, I think like where in the novel, like that would have probably killed a few uh, killed a few cops, but this is you know just maybe it was by accident, but it seemed like a more realistic. Have you ever seen a car go off the road? That's more. It's with without explosions or without. It's kind of a yeah, yeah. <laughs> slowly turns over. Yeah, so yeah, um, it's like yeah, the kind of oh shit, I'm a little 
close to the uh, no, uh, you know, and Damn he it. just kind of slid down and turned. Yeah, yeah. And uh, happens Ram- to all of us. We've Rambo. All been there. Uh, Rambo takes the Yamaha too far and has to has to ditch it uh, on his way. He's he's hidden. He's on like a f- a forty five degree incline heading up. Uh, but you know he he thrives being on foot though. I think he does. That's his. That's his. That's his wheelhouse. Um, yeah, he lives in the he lives in the shit. Um, so that's uh, right. and then and then you know the sheriff screams at him like you know we've got you, Rambo. You know like and he's he calls in support and uh, and Rambo forages for supplies, and this is where he gets a bunch of like cordage that he's going to use and and a few other things that he'll he'll um, he's got his knife and he makes himself a little uh, sweet little poncho out of a tarp. Yeah, something. yeah, it's a so. kind of a great, good, bad, ugly kind of poncho. Um, yeah, I was looking at him like, I don't think that would keep me very warm, but, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's better than nothing, right? And yeah. so the hunt is on for, for Rambo. Um, sheriff, dogs, uh, helicopters are in pursuit. John pulls out his uh, trusty compass on the butt of his knife and orients himself. One of the two things every man needs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You got to have that, is a um, and uh, every damn knife has to have to have a compass after this. So we got five cops and and dogs after him, and I I saw that David Caruso was having uh, a few doubts. Well, I mean, you know, and the bad guys come to count on that. It means he's going to get away. What it means, Ricky, is that he doesn't understand how evidence works. But you know what? He will. Okay, yeah. I mean, he doesn't understand. Um, the, the and then the helicopter comes, and Sheriff Asshole is hanging out the window, um, dangerously, um, not strapped in. He is. Uh, he's taken. You know, he he wants he wants he wants a piece of John. I think the pilot is like, "Hey, we're just here to like spot him. We're not supposed to like shoot him." Yeah, and they're getting some, I think, updraft or something coming on. It's a little hard to keep the helicopter stable, but uh, Dick Cop, as I have in my notes, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Rambo elbowed him in the in the police station, so he's kind of got a little bit of a split uh, above his eye, and he wants kind of, re- you can tell he's he just wants revenge for that incident, so he's not having it. Yeah, no. It's pretty crazy. Rambo is kind of trapped on this cliff, and he, when you're watching it, you're like, What's he going to do? Why doesn't right. he just run over to this side? But Rambo decides to climb straight down this, like, sheer face cliff. Yeah, and so the so the, the, the copter is coming around, and, and Sheriff Asshole's got, the, got a bead on him, you know, an easy shot at him, and, uh, and, and Rambo jumps uh, off of the cliff face, and you're thinking, like, how does yeah. he survive? <laughs> right? In, he jumps, like, into, intentionally into, like, a pine tree, um, which will... It's, it will break his fall. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Um, he he probably you know breaks some ribs. Um, he hits the br- the branches break his fall, and then he's and then the, but the chopper's still there. He gets there. the split cut on his uh kind of on his on his right arm. Yeah, which yeah. Is kind of will be a, a wound that'll kind of be festering throughout the movie. Yeah, that's sure. right. Uh, yeah, he'll reference that several times. And um, chopper has him pinned down, and the and sheriff asshole shooting at him. And uh, Rambo grabs a rock. I don't, I don't think he's a sheriff. He's a deputy, I think. Dick cop. Dick cop. Dick cops. I think he's. I think he's a deputy sheriff. Like he works in the sheriff's office. Okay, they were sheriff. booking him. Yeah, he's like the deputy. Okay, sheriff. okay. Um, okay. And uh, 
this is important for the chain of command. <laughs> and uh, Rambo gets a gets a gets a rock, throws it at the throws it at the copper, the copter. Um, the 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 pilot um, hits the stick, and uh, deputy sheriff asshole falls to his death um, at the bottom of this canyon. Um, hits a rock, and it's a, and it's sort of a you can see that things have they have escalated. Now they have really escalated. Like um, yeah, somebody's yep. dead. What do you got? What do you got in your notes there, Matt? Like you got some sweet. Uh, well, I, I had, um, you know, he kind of goes down and looks at the body. Rambo does, um, and I thought he he. It's kind of interesting the look. If you're looking at Rambo, sort of picks up the body and is like looking directly into the eyes of of the now deceased deputy Dick Sheriff, um, and I I took his look as kind of a almost a half what have I done and a half I'm glad you're dead look you know I, like yeah I don't know I don't know how did you with with a, with a bit of, with a bit of flashback from probably dead bodies he's seen like so there's there's a mix of all of that right like he's in he's back in green beret full full mode where he's not like you know um he is he is he is a soldier but he's conflicted though I think I don't think he wanted that I'll, I'll I'll leave a little of this uh, little Jerry Goldsmith score under the under the called the Mountain Hunt. This is a, this is a pretty good score. This is like sort of ET level. Um, um, so 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 John is John is on the on the run. He comes out and he gets shot. Or he when does he when does he sew up his arm? Is it at this point or is it later on in the? Uh, right after this, uh, in my notes, I have Rambo has a sewing machine with him, so he stitches up his arm. <laughs> yeah, just 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 happens <laughs> happens to have a sewing machine with him um, in the, in yep. the, in the in the butt of his knife, um, uh, and then it comes it's a over clean needle. It's a clean needle. What's funny? What comes over the teletype? They they, they were like, you know, this is before <laughs> this is before modern technology. Over the teletype, it came like, hey, you're messing with some guy. You know, this John Rambo is a Vietnam veteran, belongs to the Green Berets, has a Medal of Honor, and is a war hero. Um, and that freak, I knew there was something about him. And so David Caruso is, uh, is kind of celebrating a Rambo. After a Category 2 hurricane, good luck. Thank you, Alex. We're going to need it. David Caruso snaps, uh, Sheriff snaps, and, and says, you know, how do, how do you idolize this guy? And so let's listen to a little clip here. He's dead because of that psycho out there. Now you listen, boy, and you listen to me good. I'm going to get that son of a bitch. And I'm going to pin that Congressional Medal of Honor to his liver. And I'm going to do it with you or without you. Right. So so um, now this heightens everything. Everyone is everyone is ready. Everyone is out for a, a little a, a little more blood than they were before even. Um, first blood, maybe? What's that? First blood? It's first blood? You just said they're second out for blood. a little. I mean, oh, second um, blood. Rambo's out for second blood because okay. we we'll found out that somebody drew first blood. Well, um, and it wasn't him. Um, you know, before, he kind of attempts to make this mea culpa after he after he does the sewing machine th- bit. He, you know, he he kind of comes out and says, "I don't want to hurt anyone. It was an accident. It shouldn't. He shouldn't have been killed." And one of the cops shoots at him, and Rambo gets hit with a ricochet of a bullet. So that I think. That is the last chance of this ending, anyway. Sense. Yeah, yeah. He comes out. And he said, "Like it, it wasn't my fault," and and uh, 
the and they still they still take shot at him. It, it might have it might have ended there um, had they not done that. Um, Rambo disappears, and uh, and so they send in the dog and the tracker um, after Rambo and the, and the sheriffs. They're they're there. Um, you know the 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 chopper circling overhead, um, and the sh- the sheriff and deputies they form a skirmish line to go and try to draw Rambo out. They they seem like they know what they're doing. Yeah, no, and then, and they reference like, uh, they say, oh, this is like this is like we're hunting, um, and then the sort of the emphasis line like, we ain't hunting him, he's hunting us. Um, and oh God, yeah, that that's a, so good. <laughs> yeah, Who said yeah, that? Uh, it wasn't, it was not, well, maybe it was it, uh, no. like I said, it accidents was. happened. That's quite true. So, so's murder. <laughs> that would have been a legitimate moment to put in the, the Pete Townsend scream over the, uh, Roger Daltrey uh, Roger scream. Roger Daltrey scream. Um, jeez. Yeah, which one didn't molest? That's the Daltrey. Uh, so, oh, the, no, 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 no. <laughs> he was cleared. Please. <laughs> Um, and so w- one by one, um, the, we see the dog dies, uh, the, the, uh, the yeah, well, we, it's implied. We don't actually see the dog die for those with, uh, well, you hear this kind of the, yeah, the yeah. squealing, right? Yeah. You can do it. Do what, what's your dying dog impression? <laughs> That's wow. That was good. Yeah. That okay. was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Practicing that. You've seen so, some stuff. I've seen a lot of dogs die. And um, yeah, and then and then the the, the Michael the, Vick guest guest on the podcast tonight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ooh, I'm not going to do a Michael Vick impersonation. So uh, the tracker, no. he's he's wounded, and so this will become a leitmotif. John will do everything in his power. Like I'm not trying to hurt you. Like I, you know, am, but I'm going to stop you. So well, hurt, hurt. He's going to hurt them. I'm trying to hurt you. He's not going to kill them. But I'm not trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to kill you. So, like, you know, stabbing him in the leg yeah. is a is a is a popular, um, a popular go to move. Um, one by one, he ambushes and wounds the sheriffs, not killing. Um, oh, the one, the guy with that runs into the uh, the punchy sticks. The punchy sticks, yeah. Was oh, and he's just like screaming out in pain, like they go right into his thighs, and it is like just watching that. I get like yeah, it's just it's like super that. it's that super cringy, right? Horrible. It's a, it's a it's a f- total sort of jungle warfare, guerrilla warfare um, tactic. Uh, I was thinking of the time lapse here, like yeah, how did he have time to build? <laughs> how did he have time to build that punji stick? Uh, <laughs> it was like uh, like it, he built a perfect snare and a punji, like yeah, but uh, I mean you have to suspend. Yeah, and he probably had like twelve different you know little spikes on that on that big thing and. Uh, not to mention all the other stuff that he came right, up right. with. Um, right, right, yeah. But maybe maybe some time lapse that we didn't see. Um, and uh, and then and then in 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 a sort of awesome scene, uh, one that's uh, that's that's highly quotable. We'll play a little sn- snippet here. He finally um, he finally gets the, the sheriff Brian Dennehy, who is also was going to be on the podcast and uh, sadly passed away. In memoriam, yes. That's an actual fact. Not that he was going to be on the podcast, but that he passed away a few days ago. We're glad that he's not around to hear this. So but he's um, a fantastic actor, and uh, you know, from what I was reading, kind of about him uh, in the last. Not to sidetrack us too much, but the, his work on the stage um, is kind of where he excelled. Um, so 
it's a loss. Yeah, no, he's an awesome character. Everything he's in, he's just totally, totally great. Mm-hmm. So, so um, one by one, the sh- the deputies are dispatched and by Rambo, and then finally, he's with Dennehy. Here we go. Got a knife to his throat. Could killed them all. I could have killed you. I'm telling you the law. Out here, it's me. Don't push it. Don't push it. I'll give you a war you won't believe. Let it go. Let it go. And he spares him. Now, the Rambo has is, is inspired a lot of pop culture uh, phenomenon. Yeah. Um, not the least of which is uh, one that Matt's familiar with. This is a fact. Yeah. Is it a coincidence that they both have bandanas and long hair? She does not. She does not wear a bandana. Um, Something like man, that, right? You obviously don't have. You obviously don't have very young children. Um, uh, thankfully, my yeah, no, more but that's a, <laughs> that, that's a fact most people don't know is that the uh, Elsa's story is really based <laughs> off of Rambo um, and her 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 life story. Um, yeah, so so listeners can uh, can just un- made up, un- unpack that onion and try to try to find all the parallels between and and the canon has to expand out into all the Rambo movies. So um, yeah, this this well yeah. Incorporate. There's lots if of you've crossover. seen Frozen two, and you've seen Rambo two, you're probably <laughs> nodding along with us right now. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, I, yeah, I, I get it, I get I, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so mm-hmm. those uh, uh, among many. Um, Callbacks. So uh, this, you know, this forces them to call in the big guns, the National Guard, the state <laughs> police. Yeah, they got now every. In my notes, I have now every everybody's in town. It looks like it's uh, they're getting lining up for a Nirvana concert without <laughs> all the flannel, nineteen ninety three. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it, it is. It has gone from small town affair to uh, to and and including a visitor from the Pentagon. Uh, why don't we Why don't we uh, play a little clip here? Brag, um, yeah, baby. From uh, From Troutman. I never possessed God in heaven to make a man like Rambo. God didn't make Rambo. I made him. All right. Who the hell are you, Sam Troutman? Colonel Samuel Troutman. Look, we're a little busy this morning, Colonel. What can I do for you? I've come to get my boy. Your boy? I recruited him. I trained him. It's a good bit I of him in exposition here in this one, too. Well, I'd say that makes it mine. I wonder why the Pentagon would send a full bird colonel down here to handle this. The Army thought I might be able to help. <laughs> well, I don't know in what way. Rambo's a civilian now. He's my problem. I don't think you understand. I didn't come here to that, rescue That Rambo genre of... I wonder if this is the beginning of the, like, from him. the small-town cop wanting, like, well, authority over the... your concern, the, the, I will try to be extra yeah. careful. I'm just amazed that he allowed any war. of your posse to live. Is that right? Strictly speaking, he slipped up. You're lucky to be breathing. Yeah, that's right. Great. Colonel, you came out here to find out why one of your machines blew a gasket. You don't seem to <laughs> want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare. With a man who's the best. With guns, with knives, with his bare hands. A man who's been trained to ignore pain. Ignore weather. To live off the land. To eat things and to make a billy goat puke. <laughs> In Vietnam, his job was to dispose of enemy make personnel. Make a billy goat To kill. Puke. Period. 
win by attrition. Yes. Well, Rambo was the best. Uh, we lost by attrition, actually, in that war. But so, um, yeah, that's uh, that's Colonel Troutman, who um, plays a great sort of iconic role as well. He's uh, he's his squad commander. Well, he'll be back in the next couple uh, Rambo's as well. Yeah, yeah, right. He he's a, he's kind of an outsized uh, um, figure that he's the one person that Rambo. He's his family. He says, you know, every, all his family are gone, and all yeah. of his uh, 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 squad mates are dead, and so Troutman is his um, family. And so, you know, it, we've we've got the struggle between the local authority and federal authority here going on, uh, and then we flash forward to Rambo. He's he's out doing his business uh, in in the woods. He's killing wild <laughs> boars. <laughs> <laughs> like, did I miss a scene? You didn't see the um, Sylvester Sloan pooping scene. It was and and where did he get where did he get all the toilet paper? Um, what the heck? Uh, well, th- this is this is. I uh, thought we were on a shortage here. He presaged uh, the shortage of COVID, and um, he stabs a wild boar. Um, yes, yes, you know, with a big spear that he has kind of created there, and yeah, um, brings it back to this kind of abandoned mine shaft that. He call he likes to call home. He's got the welcome mat out front, and uh, he's got the screen door that he built, kind of in the front of the mine shaft, and it's it's very home. Yeah, yeah. He's really he's really made he's really made that his place, and uh, mm-hmm. you know Troutman the wind is chimes. <laughs> Troutman is like, uh, you know, Danny. He's like, well, you know, you think we got two hundred soldiers here? Like, um, you know, you're worried about us, and he's like. Hope you're about a good supply of body bags. You can, I, I imagine the writers in the writing room like, yep. oh yeah, let's punch it up. That's a good like. <laughs> they they were high fiving when they came up with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is totally. And so they, so they come up with a plan. Like let's look, let's look at Troutman. He comes up with the plan. Let me talk to Rambo. Maybe I can end this thing. And so um, this is this is uh, uh, another another sort of great scene from the movie. Here we go. Yep. This is Troutman on the radio. Talk to me, Johnny. Covey leader to identify Baker T. Rambo. Mesner. Ortega. Coletta. Jorgensen. Danforth. Barry. Krakauer. Confirm. This is Colonel Troutman. Rambo has stolen a radio, so he's got that on him. They're all gone, sir. I need to work on this. They're all gone, sir. It's him. Get on it. Rambo, are you all right? Over. Baker team, they're all dead, sir. Not Delmore Barry. He made it. Barry's gone too, sir. How? Barry Delmore is the one he was just looking up. Didn't even know it. Oh. Him down to the bone. I'm sorry, I didn't know. I'm the last one, sir. Hey, it's good to hear your voice, Johnny. It's been a long time. All right, so Rambo finally gets on the horn uh, when Troutman uh, speaks to him, but he's uh, he's not happy. He's not a he's not a happy camper. He's not. Troutman says, "I'm going to come." Uh, I'll come up there. I'll get you out. We'll head back to Bragg, and Rambo won't have anything to do with it. And then, do you have the uh, iconic line here? Yeah. They drew first blood, not me. Look, Johnny. Uh, Let me come in and get you the hell out of there. They drew first blood. They drew first blood. Then radio silence. 
that's right now, you know, you know that, you know, that shit just got real that even, even though he recognizes Troutman, he's, he's not going to give it up that easy. Yeah. I think that was another difference from the book where, um, in this scene in the book, he doesn't really remember him or, uh, am I remembering that right? He, yeah, that's right. He doesn't recognize him, doesn't remember him. So that's another kind of subtle difference between the book and the, the film. And I think the I think the film actually it's it, it makes it more compelling when there's like this familial like fatherly connection that Troutman has like it, it makes it more believable and kind of more of a he's trying to uh, understand he can understand better yeah. and it's a it, it's a it's a smarter plot point movie better than the book uh, I would say here <laughs> so uh, half the National Guard of Washington seem to be out there on the hunt for Rambo and so you see it really escalating yeah. here. Um, so it's like it's it's like Altamont more than a more than a Nirvana concert. Altamont, <laughs> yeah, the day, yeah, that that was the end of it for uh, for it. But uh, okay, so they've got all the two hundred National Guardsmen kind of walking around along this sort of valley, hugging this river, and they kind of are crossing this river, and then they sort of pan back, <laughs> and yeah. Rambo is like there by the rocks. First thing into my head was how the hell did they not see him right there? <laughs> Right, like, why are you leaving the mic? Was that just like, me? <laughs> was that just me? Like, or totally, to- totally. Like, I was like, they would easily, well, because because he looks up and he doesn't just like peek up like from he's he's there for quite a while, and there are like hundreds of soldiers right right there within feet of him. Like, yeah, that's how and stealthy it looked he like is. he was peeking up from a spot that they had just walked past. Like, yeah, they would have been walking on top of him almost. Like, I so yeah, I don't know. Maybe anyway. he was. Maybe he was. I think it's in a. It's in a future Rambo where you'll have a bamboo tube to breathe out of. You know, from the water. So will. Um, oh yeah. He was like, using that. He uh, was using that Washington bamboo. Um, James James Bond first James Bond movie. They do that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Robin Hood, the uh, animated Robin Hood. Uh, they do that. <laughs> wow, good, good deep, deep pull. Can you can you tell <laughs> I have young kids? Uh, this, they, that's uh, from that's one. I was a youngster. I love that one. That is good stuff. Um, next week, so they next week's podcast. Rambo, Rambo runs back to the mine, and but not before a a, a hunter, a little a boy, and and then d- dad, and was and they just start shooting at him. <laughs> like these are hunters; these are not people who were deputized or not like people who were. Um, <laughs> they just start shooting at. Okay, Eric, you you tell me. You come from a hunting culture. I, I don't. Do. Um, is that normal protocol to shoot at random people that you come across when hunting? Yeah, I mean that's in the hunter safety sort of manual. Um, you it depends on what tag you have. If you have a tag for a sort of a, a cow or a bull, then you know you go after. So you have to sort of sort of gender them when you see a stranger walking in, in the I forest. See. And so I see. yeah, so because the, the game warden is going to say like, hey, you know, do you have a tag for that? cow or a bull so um yeah so you you person. right you're, <laughs> yeah you're supposed to go after like no it's crazy right. like they just start shooting at him but but then the 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 national guard hear that and they're hot on the trail and they're they run and and trace track him down into the mine and pin him down into the abandoned mine and then there's like a there's a funny scene of like kind of the weekend warrior national guard as yes. opposed to the green berets <laughs> Like and the, you know, the 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 commander of the National Guard is like, hey, you know, like Johnson, yeah, you I got get in name. there. Uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Clinton Morgan, yeah, yeah, is his is who's in charge. So he's he, like, yeah. okay, yeah, Smith, you go, you Johnson, two, you go head in up there. to the. <laughs> yeah, and they're just all like, they're like, no, 
not going to. Fuck that. No, I'm not yeah. doing that. <laughs> I'm not going in there. And uh, <laughs> and then he's like, all right, you know, get over here, Smith, uh, with the rocket launcher. That 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 it's 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 like it's crazy. Like they're not gonna have that on a normal like <laughs> freaking rocket like, grenade launcher. Like just well, I also like that they said um, Rambo, you have three minutes to come out, and then they immediately loaded the rocket launcher and shot it at the mine. <laughs> yeah, time time works differently here. They fire their like, grenades. That was like twelve <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and John runs into deep into the mine and escapes the explosion. And, uh, you know, Rambo lives, of course. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, did I, did I spill the beans? Spoiler alert. Jeez. Yeah. Everyone thinks he's dead, except for Troutman. Um, he's well, looking- I like uh, when, when uh, Dennehy gets up there, he uh, comes across the National Guard taking pictures at the mine like they're uh, Don Jr. Yeah. next like- to a, you know, an endangered species. <laughs> right. And, they're doing uh, an Iwo Jima kind of pose, yeah. Hey, you, Don, Eric quit monkeying around with the cameras and, and your kill and you know you gotta right. dig his body out and it's like hey I gotta be at the drugstore tomorrow man <laughs> um, that's your problem not mine yeah yeah that's right um, um, Rambo uh, he improvises we see him alive very much alive in the cave um, but he's he's heading down deep and um, it's 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 funny that uh, there's a scene where um, in the book bats attack him, but in the in the movie, uh, the rats are all the vermin. There's a vermin attack, and it's the only time that Rambo is actually scared the entire movie. He <laughs> he's been shot at, stabbed, like fall, <laughs> like he like yeah. like it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a rat that doesn't actually harm him. It's like, Ooh, he gets very sort of schoolgirlish about this. His reaction to the rats was was very very over the top. Um, yeah. And I wonder if this influenced um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, I wonder, because uh, they have the big rat sort of scene in that film, too. Yeah, so yeah. I wonder if they sort of yeah, poached yeah. the idea, maybe. But That was part of this time time and place as well. So uh, Troutman and the sheriff uh, were back in the town, and they're sharing a wild turkey in the, in the local watering hole. Yeah. Denny, he's doing his little victory dance. He's tap dancing. Yeah, I got him. I... Did it? It's like I want to apologize. I was right, but I want to apologize for like you know, yeah, do do it my Um, way. And right, uh, right. and and uh, Troutman says things are sometimes confusing. In Vietnam, it was pretty confusing for Rambo and me. We had orders. Yeah. So so um, uh, they're kind of Troutman's pulling rank on him, and and uh, but Dennehy is sort of you know dancing on the on the grave here. and uh, yeah, we did it my way, and we got him, or some, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, John J. Rambo escapes the mine, uh, runs out uh, to a nearby road. Yeah, the guards everywhere still. What's that? Na- National guards still all over the place. Yeah, so yeah, he's right. Kind of be cautious. So, so a guard army truck is sort of driving down the road, and he jumps on top of it and jumps into the cab, uh, and uh, again doesn't harm the. He shoves him out into the road. Doesn't kill him. Well, doesn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I like. He's like, okay, time time for you to get out of the truck now. And the guy's like, w- w- what? Really? And he's like, yep, time to get out of the truck. As they're driving, you know, at a high speed down. Yeah, the road. and he's <laughs> like, uh, I've got no beef with you. <laughs> and he he just bails. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, the Rambo 
takes the truck, uh, runs a roadblock, and then uh, yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah, no, that's a, it was a great uh, it, it was a great chase scene um, and jumping. I wonder how many uh, trucks they flipped over. It, it goes right over a car, like a, a cop car, which, which should have t boned, but they must have a little ramp there. It jumps it. It's a it's a it's a pretty great scene um, with uh, yeah. without CGI. Really, really cool. Really cool. Uh, and and then and then uh, and then and then Dennehy um, and the sheriff's office are like, oh shit! Um, they hear over the radio that, hey, he's not dead, um, and everyone <laughs> everyone's on high alert. You know, let's get out there, um, yep, and, and find Rambo. Uh, where is he headed? He is headed into town. He is gonna he's back s- in town, baby. He's gonna snap some necks and cash some checks. He is pissed um right he's he's so there's an m60 in the back of this truck which is quite convenient um and rambo takes possession of said gun and proceeds to blow up the truck he was just driving and a gas station yeah he drives over the like gas pumps and so fuel is spewing out and then it sets a huge fire and it's all it's all part of the plan man this is a distraction yeah and i mean he will if you think of like action heroes after that like all of them have to have like an M60 or a giant, um, you know, stationary, which meant to be a stationary machine gun, but they're like manhandling, um, <laughs> running and, and firing. It becomes like super trope for, uh, yeah. for, for sort of later, uh, later film. Um, he's, uh, John is doing his best, uh, sort of urban warfare now. Um, yeah, he is, uh, I thought it well, was, uh, interesting that, uh, Dennehy got on the, uh, loudspeaker and announced to the town that yeah, all civilians like, should, what town uh, has a quarantine, <laughs> quarantine six feet. Okay. Uh, six feet distance, please. Um, and if you have your face mask, please put those on. Yeah. Is this a, is this a, uh, is this a Soviet block? They have a, like a speaker system that they can make, this is North Korea that they're, that they're projecting all over the town. Like. Everybody get yeah. off the street right now. That was a uh, <laughs> well. Betsy DeVos will soon fund a uh, fake <laughs> protest against uh, the uh, yeah the big government uh, takeover of the loudspeaker system. Yeah, that's right. We need to privatize that. And was, um, th- so uh, uh, you can tell when we're recording this, probably. Rambo, you can you can you can feel it coming. He's on foot. He's headed to the sheriff's station, but he's he's too smart to go straight at it. He makes some distraction. You know, he sets the gas station on fire, causes a huge fire. Um, blows up like 15 cars somehow around it <laughs> that all explode. That's a bit of Hollywood, uh, but it was, yeah, it was, it was fine. I liked that as a kid. Um, but not before he breaks into a sporting goods store. Um, well, he shoots out the, um, like the electric box, like on the, on yeah. The, on yeah. The, um, so he, he shoots, basically he shoots like the, the transformers, but like the pole on the electric poles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so the lights are out in town. So, so block by block. Dark. And he, he Dennehy blo- has gone to the roof to try to get an eye, you know, perhaps snipe yeah. down Rambo. Uh, but now and, the lights are and, cut. And you can tell Dennehy knows he's being hunted. He senses, and so he thinks, okay, and, and probably smartly, like, okay, I'm going to go up on the roof. And then when 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 Rambo blows up the, the sporting goods store with accelerant and black powder, then Dennehy peeks his head up, and then Rambo gets a beat on him, like, okay, I see I see the sheriff on the, yeah. up on the station. Um, and then, uh, um, Rambo, Rambo shoots up the station from the outside and then, um, sneaks in. I was kind of surprised that this scene wasn't drawn out more. 
Like it, it's, I think in a modern one, this would be like laboriously like the this, the slope. But it 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 happens pretty quickly. That uh, it does that yeah. um um you know Rambo, Rambo sneaks and sees a sheriff on the roof and shoots through the roof, and the sheriff falls through the skylight onto the floor. And then, um, yeah. where of course, the sheriff takes a shot at him first, uh, misses, and then Rambo, yeah, yeah. returns uh, the fire through through the roof and it kind of into the legs of the sheriff, and he falls down. Right, not not mortally. The, the sheriff floor. is laying obviously wounded um, uh, on the floor of the sheriff station. No, because Rambo doesn't kill anyone. That's no, true. no, no. That's right. Not even. Um, so he's there, and you think that okay, he's going to actually kill the sheriff here. Um, but then Troutman shows up, and which is a pretty great. Let's hear this. Uh, this is the. This is a interesting speech, and actually some pretty, pretty impressive acting by Sylvester Stallone. Um, yeah, I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't know if that's popular to say, but he, listen to this. He does a good job. Let's listen a little slide here. It's over, Johnny. It's over. He told him Nothing not. Is over. Told him not Nothing. to kill the sheriff. You just don't turn it off. It wasn't my war. You asked me, I didn't ask you. And I did what I had to do to win. But somebody wouldn't let us win. And I come back to the Somebody world, wouldn't let us win, man. I see all those maggots at the airport protesting me, spitting, calling me baby killer and all kinds of vile crap. Who are they to protest me, huh? Who are they? Unless they've been me and been there and know what the hell they're yelling about. It was a bad time for everyone, Rambo. It's all in the past now. For you! For me, civilian life is nothing. In the field, we had a code of honor. You watch my back, I watch yours. Back here, there's nothing. You're the last of an elite group. Don't end it like this. Back there, I can fly a gunship. I can drive a tank. I was in charge of million-dollar equipment. Back here, I can't even hold the job. Fucking guys! Ah! Breaks down here. Yeah, right. And this is pretty. This is this is this is not an inauthentic um, kind of uh, sentiment that a lot of that a lot of veterans had. Like they, um, yeah, they the 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 ones who either the ones who volunteered who became like profoundly disenchanted, or the ones who um, were were uh, drafted and. Didn't want Back anything to do with that guys. war, but were forced to were, we're forced to fight and then come home and, and expected to um, to fit back into society that had lost his first and war his and didn't really want to talk about think about Vietnam. And and even this this movie, like they had to get it to get this made into a movie, they're saying like didn't think Americans want to see a movie about Vietnam yet. Um. So so it's kind of the the. Art imit life imitates art. Mm. Do you, do you have the rest of that? This kid comes there? up. Yeah, yeah. You want to hear it? This kid let's carries his shine box. Yeah, let's hear and the end says, of that. Uh, shine, please, shine. I said no. Uh, the tires fall off. Here's here's about his buddy getting blown up. When his bar and this kid comes up, this kid carries his shine box, and he says, uh, "Shine, please, shine." I said, no, he kept asking, yeah, and Joey said, yeah, and I went to get a couple of beers, and the, the box is wired, and he opened up the box, fucking blew his body all over the place, and he's laying there, and he's fucking screaming, there's pieces of them all over me, just like, 
I did, and I'm trying to pull him off, you know. And it's, it's my friend, it's all over me. He's got blood and everything, and I'm trying to hold him together. I put him together, his fucking insides keep coming out. And nobody would help. Nobody would help me say, please, I want to go home, I want to go home. We keep calling my name. I want to go home, Johnny. I want to drive my Chevy. I said, well, what? I can't find your fucking legs. I can't find your legs. In the seven years, every day happens. Sometimes I wake up and I don't know where I am. I don't talk to anybody. Sometimes a day, it's a week. I can't put it out of my mind. That's it's good. Um yeah. Yeah, I got to say I yeah. Um you know, what does he have like he says what 14 words maybe before that kind of end speech in the in the film, something like that. Yeah, there's not a lot. He's a man of very few words. <laughs> <laughs> but he closes it out with a bang there. Um and yeah, do you want to talk about the difference uh, between the the book and the film at this point? Yeah, and it's it's pretty dramatic. Um, I did I did hear uh, an interview with the the producers and directors and some of the writers. They were saying that uh, the the original ending, and I think actually there's a clip of it you can find online where where it shows the book ending where he yeah gets, they filmed it yeah they filmed it yep he, Rambo dies. Spoiler alert for everyone. There goes the franchise. There goes the um, but but yeah the in 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 the book um, uh, Rambo dies. In the movie they were going to have it like where uh, Troutman has the gun and he, he's he's not going to kill him. And then Grambo grabs it and sort of pulls the trigger for him and ends his life. Is the was the original and the uh, people were pretty pissed in the screen. <laughs> yeah, the test audiences did not like that, so <laughs> they kind of on the uh, you know on the fly wrote a different ending. Um, and and so you know great cinematic works like. First Blood Part Two, First Blood Part Three, Rambo, Last Blood, Last Blood, Last Last Blood. We would have been robbed of all of those had that. Yeah. So we should all thank that collective, um, you know, test test audience. Yeah. Right. Right. But instead, uh, the the First Blood ending, you know, Troutman, you know, says everybody holds your fire, and he walks out with. Uh, with dignity, with Rambo, he's um, got the big. Um, right. He's in cuffs, but he's got the kind of big, giant overcoat over him. So it's kind of the yeah. symbolic, like we're still covering up, uh, covering up the past. We're still covering up uh, these wounds and and uh, things like that. Um, You're right. His cuffs are in front. He's not. He's not treated like an animal. And so, mm-hmm. um, then a quick glance. He's off. At- be- Dennehy, uh, as Dennehy's being loaded into the ambulance, and and then Eric, yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> Eric, we 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 know he's a we know he's a, we know he's live, and then and then a and then a great uh, uh, no 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 don't the, say that the, <laughs> just an amazing um, Matt Matt love Matt such a fan of this the score and this filming. Oh yeah, oh just. Oh. <laughs> they tear your dreams apart. 
I feel like fun, Denny, like tr- listening to the music. It's, it's, oh. <laughs> I don't know how much I can last of it. It's, that, that's, uh, that's Dan Hill, of course, of Sometimes When We Touch. Uh, fame. So this is just this is cream of the crop of 1980s. They could have had they could have had David Bowie. They could have had anyone, but they got Dan Hill to uh, lay down some sweet uh, first blood jams. Um, there, the the, 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 the score is actually not bad. And the Who were still active <laughs> in the 80s. Um, yeah, I mean, they they could have. They, there were there were there were choices uh, for sure. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, uh, the they he rides off into the sunset. Uh, we don't know what happens to him. Um, and uh, you know, Rambo goes on to infamy uh, to the extent that it's it, uh, you know it's in the Oxford English Dictionary that Rambo uh, is a war veteran, uh, macho, self sufficient, bent on um, violent retribution. Like um, if something's Rambo esque or uh, Ramboid, or it, it, it's become like a um, a part of the a part of the parlance. Uh, did you see this? That Reagan? Do you remember that? That. Uh, um, Reagan would reference Rambo a bunch of times in his uh, in his speeches. Um, that's got to be he, that's got to be once the second one comes out, right? It's in in, in eighty five. Yeah, the Beirut uh, the Beirut hostage crisis. Uh, he said, like, boy, after seeing the first blood, um, I know what I do do next time when this happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when he when he sees first blood too, when he, when they go in and get the hostages, yeah. So yeah, we may um, have to cover that at some point on this podcast. Yeah, um, Reagan really loved Rambo First Blood too, and uh, in his Labor Day <laughs> speech in '85, he said that he would clean the federal tax system in the spirit of Rambo. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, why do I miss Reagan? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that liberal um, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Is it that time already? Yeah, it's time for the book of the week. Um, What do you got for us, Matt? Dr. Yeagle? Okay, so I figured we're going to be, throughout the life of this podcast, we're going to be covering a few different films that deal with veterans, um, their experience coming home. All right, this is obviously one of those. Um, And... This film references a couple different times something that is overlooked in a lot of other films. So I thought I wanted the book of the week to focus on the issue of uh, Agent Orange. Okay, and so let me just give brief um, uh, backstory, little brief little history. Um, Docs and Agent Orange um, herbicide used throughout much of the wartime period. Um, the name A Orange. It's, it comes after the color-coded stripe that was painted around each of these 55-gallon barrels in which the uh, the juice, if you will, was stored. Um, and from 1962 to 1971, over 19 million gallons of various defoliants were dropped throughout South Vietnam. Um, and that's obviously left a devastating environmental impact in their wake. There, there are agent blue and pink and other ones too orange is and those are also based on the color of the stripe orange is is the most uh most well known um in terms of our book there's a couple different ways you could go one of them um fred a wilcox waiting for an army to die the tragedy of agent orange um that's that's an oldie okay 1978 
Um, but the the stories that uh, he tells in this are kind of harrowing reminders um, to Americans that the war in Vietnam is still, especially at the time it's written, still something that haunts them, and to this day, something that still uh, haunts us. Um, this It's been a little while since I had this interaction at the National Archives in College Park, uh, but I was talking to one of the archivists there, um, and I was just discussing who are most of these people. You know, I could tell a lot of these guys I'm seeing are, are veterans. You know, they look like they're of that age. They 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 look like in they in the ar- in the archive that are coming in there. the archives at College Park. So it's cut. This is National Archives two in College Park, Maryland. Um, you know, how many of them are veterans that are attempting to obtain government benefits, essentially? Uh, for Agent Orange-related diseases that maybe took years or decades to manifest, okay? And the archivist said over 90%, uh, which is pretty disturbing, to say the least. Um, wow. So you could say the war in Vietnam uh, is claiming lives to this day in the United States. Um, and that's kind of the story that Wilcox details. Um, there, For those of uh, my friends that are listening here, that have been to the, what is the name of it now? It used to be, <laughs> used to be, be named the Museum of American used War Atrocities. War Atrocities, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I forget what they call the museum now. It's a, it's a much more uh, tourist-friendly name. Not that there probably will be many tourists uh, anytime soon going to Vietnam, but um, they certainly focus on the tragedy that Agent Orange to this day is still having uh, in that country. Uh, where they have kind of these, you know, formaldehyde jars of d- deformed right. babies. Um, yeah, that are. It's not. It's not a fun. It's not a fun experience to say the least. Um, and and they they dock that up to exposure to Agent Orange, especially those uh, villages that live near old army bases where there some of these drums of this this stuff was just left behind and it just slowly leaks into the groundwater over time. You have just years and years and generations of people exposed to this uh, stuff. So um, it's not pretty. Um, uh, There's a decent amount of literature on it. um, On a more recent one. Did, did 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 you point out a lot of this is born out of the frustration of being unable to find um, BC and, and um, supply lines um, from north to south Vietnam and so-called Ho Chi Minh Trail, and so. Oh sure, yeah. I guess I should have mentioned that, right? Yeah, that yeah, the defoliant, right? They're they're de- they're, they're defoliate. They're, they they want to remove the forest canopy, the cover to to expose these these supply lines, and so they're just sw- massive swaths of upland uh, Vietnam are just laid bare. Yeah, if you see like kind of the the B-roll footage of the plane flying overhead which what looks like kind of I don't know white smoke coming out of its uh out of the wings that is yeah agent orange uh or a similar defoliant coming out of it um just real quick Philip Jones Griffin's agent orange collateral damage in Vietnam uh 2003 uh is a more more recent more recent one there are others um but uh, yeah, it's it's you know something that's still a, it's it's a legacy that is still there and still relevant to uh, 
veterans of the war and uh, those that civilians and citizens of Vietnam to this day. Ecologically, those virgin forests, um, they are not primary um, rainforest anymore now. They're jungle, and uh, <laughs> things have had a tough time growing back there. So, yeah, it's still, it still scars the landscape. All right, so, so yeah, check that out. Check that out, listeners. And that was our segment called Book of the Week. Um, so the the we we have a we have a little uh we have mentioned a few that but Brian Dennehy was a little in memoriam here Dennehy of course the sheriff died um John Prine who we uh who we let it off with um the great sort of folk singer who died of covid actually yeah who died of covid sadly uh Kenny Rogers who is definitely one of my favorites I saw a great meme about him like Kenny Rogers dying you know a week before the covid hit is the most no when to hold him no when to fold him move I've ever seen and uh I got a little Kenny here for you Matt that it's uh, from a little from a little tune from the first edition called Ruby don't take your love to town and it deals with Vietnam Oh okay okay Oh, Kenny on bass. Oh, man. Yes, it's true that I'm not the man I used to be. The man <laughs> has no legs. He has the same beard as you, Matt. Nobody has the same beard as me. I still need some company. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, let's have a little let's have a little first edition in the background here while we... Uh, well, I... I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I hope somebody really good dies before we film our uh, or record our next episode. <laughs> so, so I can yeah, exactly. Um, I have some good tunes to uh, you know, our, our dong rating, Matt. Um, yeah. How many? Uh, how many dong you gonna give? Uh, it is, gonna give first blood. It is that time. Dong being the Vietnamese currency, so we want to stay um, stay relevant uh, at, at all times during the podcast. Dong rating yeah. for. Rambo First Blood. Um, that, 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 I think I'm going to go 6.57. Um, you know, yeah, this is, this, is a, this, is a, this is a tough one because, like, if you if you try to think, like, what am I rating it on? Am I rating it on, like, like, enjoyable success how important it was you know there are films that, like, or is it actually good right <laughs> yeah like like so the yeah. one thing i thought about is like i'm, I'm gonna give this an eight eight dong and it's because like this is a movie that i would watch again and like if i think of some of our films that are like important that we've seen like um um i i wouldn't i wouldn't uh like quite american like i mean if I'm assigned to do it, like then, then you know, I would watch it. But it's not like, oh, hey, Quiet America's on TBS. Like I'm going to watch that. Um, Rambo, and, it, and you know, it, it's it's because it is kind of like, you know, I can. I think I would watch it again. And so that's I'm oh, giving sure. it, I'm giving an eight dong, Matt. Oh no, it's. it's I gonna, mean, it is rewatchable. I don't know how many times I've seen this movie, but um, it is <laughs> for what it tries to do. It does does it really well, and if you. If you just say Rambo, if I were to say, what do, you, what do you know about Rambo to one of my undergrad classes or whatever, um, the caricature yeah. that Rambo became is not this movie. Um, 
the first film is a decent movie. It does what it tries to do well, um, and it, right. hits. it it makes it makes it it makes a point about this, this a real thing that soldiers experience, and more 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 thoroughly and sensitively than than any other major Hollywood film. Yeah. So yeah, a seven dong rating is you can't sneeze at a seven, Eric. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't want to inflate the currency. Hey, um, man, I was just wondering uh, if we knew what happened to Horatio Cain. Stiletto heels, champagne, candles. Our Mr. Brennan was on one killer date. Shark must or, have finished what someone else started. So we have a different kind of shark. The human kind. Yeah, we found out he he uh, he went on he went on to fame and fortune. Um, so that is uh, that's our that's our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We never got closure with uh, Caruso in the film, really, did we? Yeah, he just sort of he just sort of faded out. He didn't die. Ending it on the Roger Daltrey scream is is perfect. I think so. That's the <laughs> exactly. best way we can go out. All right, everybody, stay with us and stay safe, and we will see you soon. We will see you soon. Thank you. Bye.